After getting three big points at home against previously undefeated Orlando City, Red Bulls head into the international break on a high. Today on Red Bulls Weekly, my partner Connor Laid and I are joined by Red Bull defender John Tolkien, who comes off his first ever Major League Soccer start. This is Matt Harmon from the Red Bull Radio Network. It's time for our weekly podcast series, Red Bulls Weekly, brought to you by NJIT. good to be back and always good to be talking about a Red Bull victory. That's exactly what we saw against Orlando City on Saturday afternoon over the holiday weekend. He is Connor Laid. I'm Matt Harmon. We're brought to you by the New Jersey Institute of Technology. Connor, you know, we talked about how important it would be for New York to take advantage of the home game after back-to-back losses with Philadelphia, with New England, and man, this Red Bull team looked really, really sharp right from the beginning of the game. A little blip here or there on the radar screen, but a really solid 90-minute performance uh, as I as I welcome you, my friend, back in to yet another episode here of Red Bulls Weekly. Yeah, Matt, great to be back with you. And that was what we were talking about there. I think that was a big pressure game. You know, going into an international break, coming off two losses, you know, they had been there before and they always found a way to respond in the previous you know, early skids in the in the beginning of the season. And what a response from the team coming into to this game, you know, going into what could have been a dreaded three-loss ga- three stretch going into an international break, that would have been really tough. You know, you've got all that time without we, – a couple of weeks without games, thinking about those things. I know it would have been a headache for everyone. I, I thought it was an incredible performance from the team. Um, a lot of really, really good performances. Um one of which we'll be speaking to today and John Tolkien excited to get him on here with us. But, you know, I think just so impressed with the way the team went after it kind of, they looked like a, like one of the better versions that we've seen of them this year. And I think it's an exciting thing to build off of once they get back. Connor, I thought in a lot of ways, I mean, in their third win of the season, you got Chicago, you got Toronto, you got this one against Orlando City. You said best version. I think Steve and I talked during the broadcast. It might have been the best 90-minute, again, not perfect, but the best 90-minute game that this team has played all year. Yeah, absolutely. And I think, you know, Orlando, yeah, and they may have been missing a couple pieces, but I think it's the best team that they've faced, or at least the best win that they've got so far this year against uh you know, probably the best opponent. And, you know, Orlando's got a very good team. Yeah, maybe missing Nani and a couple other guys. But I think that was going to be a really big test and one of kind of the big measuring stick measuring stick moments that you have uh, this year. And so I thought it was very, very impressive the way they went about their business. Right, right from the beginning, you could tell that they were hungry, that they, you know, didn't want to go uh, three losses in a row and they were they wanted to get back in a good form. And I think it was a professional approach that they had to the game i know i think you could sense a, the relief after it just that you know you get a good performance going to a break where you know you've got a couple of days off and you can relax and you know do so with a smile on your face so i'm sure uh, a lot of smiles all around and a lot of relief going into that locker room does it does it matter connor at all 
when a team gets the break. I mean, everybody knows the junior and the national break is coming in a, in a normal year for Major League Soccer. You're probably a little further along in the season with with the year normally starting, you know, end of February, beginning of March. So you're probably, you know, three, four more games into the season and probably ready for a break. Um, a- after seven games, does it matter? Or just because of the way the year has gone, like our guys saying, all right, we're good. We, we, we can use a little bit of time off. You know, I think any year, uh, you know, you take that break and you use it to, you know, the best way you can. And I think it's always welcome. And I think the the frustrating part is, you know, sometimes early in the year, maybe you're in CONCACAF Champions League or something like that, and you have a, a bye week, like the second week of the year. And that's the frustrating part where you could have used it later on in the year. But I feel like with everything that they've had to go through with a longer preseason, uh, you know, they really haven't had many breaks uh, in the first, you know, stretch of this year besides a longer offseason which I know they're all working really hard anyway. So I think they're going to use this break well and it will be welcomed. But at the same time, I guess you can look at it that you're coming off a win and maybe, you know, you have this momentum and you want to keep it going. And so that can be tough as well. So I think you can look at it from either way, but uh, you know, to go into an international break with a win is ultimately the, the goal. Team will not play again until June 18th, which is a Friday night after the international break. They will welcome in Nashville for the first meeting between those two teams. Uh, Connor, you know, before we take a break, I always like to talk about who who we're going to have on. Um, you mentioned John Tolkien having a really solid performance. You know, we had said, knowing that he was going to start, he had played a total of seven minutes in the first six games, a couple minutes against Toronto, a couple minutes against New England, winds up getting the start with some injury issues and by all accounts, really performing well during the course uh, of training. So probably a little bit of a need and a little bit of a reward for for a young guy um, like Tolkien. Before I even ask you about him, I, I thought it would be fun to kind of ask you, do you remember the first time you got a start in Major League Soccer? It's funny because I was thinking back on having John on here, and it, it's similar to to my uh, story as well. I, you know, I got into a game, uh, the previous game before my first start, and you know, John got the the tur- he got in the Toronto game, made his debut, and then got a, I got my start. So I, I played a little bit. Roy Miller went down, got to play in a, a game against the earthquakes. And then I started the following day or the following game down in DC. And yeah, I remember, absolutely remember that first start. I think it was one of the worst halves that I played. Um, so I think John's got the upper hand on me because he had a stellar performance, but I think uh, to get that, that, first full 90 out of the way is is huge and to do it in the fashion that he did is you know gonna give him so much confidence and so I think you know for him it's got to be a huge moment for not only him his family his friends all of Chatham New Jersey so I think that's gonna be uh, a big moment and I think you know we've we're gonna see bright things for him going forward I mean you don't want to base it all off of one game right but I, I don't think we're overstating just how good he was on Saturday against Orlando City, team with a lot of weapons going forward, team with, you know, some some pretty decent stars in terms of Major League Soccer on the attacking side of things. And not only did he perform well, and I'm looking forward to talking to him about this um, when we bring him on in, in another couple of minutes. I mean, the confidence that the coaching staff and the rest of the players showed in him 
taking corners, taking set pieces. He was involved with so much of it. I mean, you know, I, I would have to imagine for a kid who's only 18, that is about the best way that you could be like indoctrinated into your first start. hundred percent. And I think that's a credit to him and his, you know, professionalism, his, his quality, obviously. And I think that's, that's something that we've been hearing about him for, for really years. You know, I, I remember hearing about him coming up through the academy and it's a bright outside back prospect coming up and a local kid. So I always had my eye on him and, I think you just hear nothing but rave reviews out of out of the first team and Gerhard Struber and he, you know they all talk about him in such a high light and I think that's that's great for a player at 18 years old you know coming into you know your your hometown team to have those types of you know that confidence not only from the coaching staff but the players around you you know he's loved in the locker room and uh, you know it, he it it just seems like the stars are aligning really nicely for him and. You know, obviously there's going to be uh, a lot of challenges ahead for him in his young career, but I don't think you could think of a better situation for him, you know, with the team that, you know, the the makeup of the team now being a young team, being one of those young prospects coming up. And I think it's, uh, you know, really exciting for him. Well, exciting to have him on. So let's get right to it. We'll take a quick break. When we come back, we will be joined by number 47, John Tolkien. Fresh off a start in Major League Soccer. We'll break it down with the Red Bulls outside back. After this quick pause, we are brought to you on Red Bulls Weekly by the New Jersey Institute of Technology. New York Red Bulls Weekly brought to you in part by the New Jersey Institute of Technology. NJIT makes industry-ready engineers in more than 20 fields if it's engineering, it's at NJIT. Number one in the nation for student upward economic mobility. Learn more at njit.edu. We are back here on Red Bulls Weekly. Connor Laid, Matt Harmon, as we spoke about going into break, looking forward to our guest here today. He is, I'm going to say it, Connor, maybe one of the best prospects coming up through the Red Bull Academy. No disrespect meant to you, but in that outside back role, I mean, it's been John Tolkien. It's kind of been – he's been the talk of the town this week. Starts against Orlando City, uh, gets three big points at home, has a solid performance, goes the whole 90 minutes, and he's going to turn around and do it again. I will say that. Kudos to our guest, John. Thanks for coming on, giving us a couple of minutes. When I say you're going to do it again, um, you're going to get some extra time this week on the international break, right? Playing playing USL with Red Bull too. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna play tomorrow against Tampa Bay, so that'll be a good match. Is there any truth to the rumor that as you come up through the academy, there's some sort of picture of Connor that you guys maybe throw darts at on your way out of the <laughs> locker room onto the green field? No, I, that's that is not true, but <laughs> that's funny. It's a good idea. Is that what you're gonna say? That might be a good idea. <laughs> Uh, all right, I, I'm seeing the sense here. Everyone's coming in here and taking shots. It's going to be good. This is going to be fun. But, yeah, I mean, obviously putting anything that I put on the field to shame with that performance, I mean, give us a little insight on that. What was that like? Take us back to Toronto, you know, getting that debut. Let's talk about that first, and then we'll talk about that stellar 90 minutes you had. Yeah, uh, obviously the Toronto game, uh, we were, what, 2-0 up? So I thought, I don't know, possibly I could get on. And then uh, I was happy to get on. That was that was pretty surreal. Just kind of everything fell into place, you know. Um, and then Orlando, yeah. that I don't really know how to explain that, but it just happened. I just – it was a good performance from the guys. And 
the build up to the game, I was nervous, obviously, but you know, once the the whistle blows, you you're just playing what you love, you know. So, yeah, and everything just fell into place, and it was a good win. Yeah, I feel like it's almost easier making that debut when you don't expect going into it. You don't have the that anticipation of like, oh, I'm I'm starting this game. You've got a week leading into it, even 100%. more at times when you know and. You know, so it, it almost helps making that debut maybe as a substitute. I, I can I can relate. That's exactly how I did it as well. But take us through those nerves and that this build up and kind of what was the what were the messaging from Gerhard and the other guys? Yeah, um, obviously the guys always have my back and I was talking to Ryan Mir before the game and he, he helped uh, helped me calm down a little bit, you know. He said, you know, you deserve this, um, and just go out there and have fun and then with Gerhard, you know, He's, he works with all the guys really well. Like he just has full trust in everybody. And that's something you want to hear as a, as a player. And you just want to go out there and, and do your best. John, what is it like? I, I was thinking about ways to, to try and bring this up. I mean, you're, you're 18, you're from New Jersey. Uh, you just graduated high school last year. I mean, it, you're a professional soccer player. And, and I can remember having an interview like this a couple of years ago, sitting down with Tyler Adams and kind of talking to him about, what it's all like, but, but at some point, is it, is it overwhelming? Is it hard to kind of balance it out and, and, and be a normal 18 year old? Yeah. I, as far like socially, I think it's, it's tough, but in the end, like this is what I want to do. And there's sacrifices obviously you have to make, but it's just funny because, you know, I'm still in the loop with the high school drama and all that stuff. And I have uh, my girlfriend's prom coming up, so it'll be interesting to see everybody, but for me, like I just, I just love playing, so it's it's nothing really new to me. Is it difficult for you? Let, let's use the prom as an example, right? Is it difficult for you to walk back into the school setting and have people say, "Oh, there's there's John, he's a professional athlete." Yeah, I think for sure. You know, I kind of just want to be seen as everybody else, but I guess that's what comes with it, right? And you kind of have to make the most of it, but. I think the people in my town and, and, and my, the students understand that I don't want to be treated as, you know, somebody that's a professional. They, I just want to hang out and have a good time with them. So, yeah. Come on. You are going to walk into that prom and just, I mean, I can only imagine the outfit, Matt. I don't yeah, know. So the outfit is going to be rocking. I have to say, like, but come other on, than gonna... that. Give us a little preview. You don't have to. You don't have to blow because I know I'm sure all of Chatham, New Jersey, is going to be listening to this podcast. But <laughs> give us a little taste of what's going to be on the bod going in there. There will be a little bit of a, a little taste of pink and a little taste of blue. So uh, we'll be looking good for sure. Okay. So. <laughs> did did your girlfriend give you full clearance? Like we we've seen the outfits that you can do. Did she have to reel you in a little bit or? <laughs> Did you have full reign to go? I think my mom reeled me in more more a bit than my girlfriend. My girlfriend doesn't even know. But, uh, I mean, she won't even tell me what she's wearing. So it'll be interesting to, to see each other and what we're wearing. Okay. Okay. And then – John, how about oh, – I'm sorry, Connor. I was going to say, what about the hair? I mean, that's got to be a big part of it as well, right? Yeah, I'm I'm debating whether or not to cut it, but I don't think I'm going to. I think I have to rock it. Um, and then obviously after, I, I think I'm going to trim it all off. But right now we're rocking with the flow. 
So that's something that I wanted to get into. And I was waiting till later, but I think we have to get into that right now, Matt. I think it's we're getting it all out on the table. And I I have three looks I want to break down with you. Okay. <laughs> three looks. Look number one. I mean, you talk about confidence, Matt, going into, you know, signing, signing a first professional deal. But then you walk into the office of the sporting director, Dennis Hamlet, with what I'm gonna call uh, a rat's nest dipped in copper. Right, that's that's the that's the style. Tell it like walk us through that. What was, I mean, walking in for your first pro contract and that's the hair you got on your head. What, what was the deal? I think I was more nervous sitting down with Dennis than what my hair was looking like. But uh, that was uh, that was the first time I decided to dye my hair, and I am so lazy. Believe it or not, so I am too lazy to go get haircuts, and so I just had to make the most of it at the time. But yeah, I wasn't really thinking about my hair at that point. We can tell. We can tell. <laughs> I, I would say, I would say this, John. True or false? There's some sort of hair clause in your contract. There might be. Do you get paid more? Do you get paid more if it gets cut? Do you get paid more <laughs> if you grow it out? I don't think anybody would really know at this point. I wish. I wish. But uh. What I say is, I mean, I'm already balding, so I got to try things while I still have the hair. Okay. You know you what know, I mean? I, well, listen, I, I would say this, Connor, if you could remember back a couple episodes ago when we had when we had Aaron on, there was a there was a conversation that took place between myself, Connor, and Aaron, whether or not he's he's kind of taking you under his wing in terms of hairstyle. But then, I, Connor, if I'm remembering correctly, he kind of said, like, he doesn't really know what he's doing yet. A hundred percent, a hundred percent. And that's, that's definitely in the conversation. I think he was, I think he said, it's cute what you're doing, but we still got a long ways to go before the big leagues of hair. Listen, I, I, I've got a, I've got a teen and I'm saying teenager in a good way, right? I have a teenager who's a couple years younger than you. I know there's probably one word that nobody in that age bracket likes to be called. It's cute. Nobody wants to be referred to <laughs> as cute. Oh man, I, I don't know if any of you have seen Aaron's new haircut, but I think I'm winning right now. I've I've heard I've heard he came in looking a little bit lighter, which brings me to my next look: the Dumb and Dumber bowl cut that was bleached blonde. That was fire. That was my I favorite mean, one by far. I think we, for all our viewers who haven't seen this, go to his social media or Google John Tolkien hair. There's plenty up there. That one, I, that one was interesting, and then obviously now, I I could say it's you know the tamest of of the three, but the mullet is gl looking glorious, my friend. I think it, it is by far my favorite. Thank you. Now, I mean, we've got you on the record now. I mean, you can say whatever you want. Aaron isn't here. Where did this back up to his mullet? I have to, I have to give Aaron credit though. He has a really good mullet. I don't think anybody can take that away from him. Um, I was actually going to dye this, but I held myself back. So I think I'm just going to keep it natural and, uh, let it grow out a little bit and then I'll probably shave it, but nobody can compare to Aaron. I don't think. John Tolkien joining us here on Red Bulls weekly with Connor laid on Matt Harmon. Uh, John coming off a fantastic 90 minute performance against Orlando city John, look, look, let's think about, you mentioned um, Aaron, obviously, as a mentor for your hair, but I'm going to make it a little bit more serious. Probably a really good guy to learn from on the field as well. 
Yeah, uh, for sure. I mean, he has so much experience and whether we're in the locker room, in the gym, on the field, eating in the cafeteria, you know, he's always trying to help everybody out. And he's always trying to help me out with little uh, tips and tricks um, defensively and with the ball and like just positioning and, and keeping your cool and all that stuff. So, I mean, you can't really ask for, for a better guy next to your side. That's awesome. I think, you know, that seems to be one of the, the, the common answers when we come on here and, you know, get some of the young guys. And so Aaron must be doing a good job in the locker room, but let's talk a little bit about that game. Uh, you know, Orlando, Matt alluded to in our, in our intro that you were everywhere. You know, you were on set pieces, obviously lifting a really dangerous ball early on in that game. You almost got an early goal. Tell us like, what was that like for you to not only be in there, it's, it's great to be on the field, but you're part of you know, all the set pieces you're, you know, putting in a good shift. You're, you know, winning your battles. What was, what was the game like overall? Yeah. First of all, I think it was just awesome to get the win considering the last few games. Um, but yeah, I mean, being a part of set pieces is great because you just feel that much more involved. And I think it helps with confidence. And obviously, yeah, we almost got that, that goal in the beginning of the game, but um, yeah, it was just awesome game all around. And I think we, we played really well in the first half and really, really well in the second half. We, we kind of shut down a little bit in the second half, but I think the subs did a good job to keep, keep the energy alive. And yeah, it was just an awesome game overall. John, over the course of uh, this break, I mean, as we mentioned, you'll, you'll get some time with Red Bull too. You've got a haircut on on tap. You've got a prom to get to. What what else? Oh my god! <laughs> there we go. What? Oh, that was a fantastic drop in. <laughs> Tolkien, you can you can thank John Gasparoni for that one. That was straight out of Gasparoni's wheelhouse. I was I was going to say what what else does John Tolkien do on on international break here to maybe have a little bit of downtime? Yeah. So after the uh, the game, I watched the end of the Champions League with my friends who are all back from college um, and then hung out with my family. And then the past two days, yeah, I've just been hanging in the neighborhood and, and spent, spending time with my family. But uh, two days is really enough. Like, I, I like a schedule and I like knowing that I have training every day. So I think I'm ready to keep going. I mean, what a professional answer there, Matt. I mean, he's hungry for more. That's great. And, you know, speaking about off the field, you know, it's such a young group uh, that you guys have, and it's got to be a fun group for you to be a part of, you know, being such a big part of it and 18 years old. And not only that, but a lot of international guys and guys that you're close to. And, you know, it, are you feeling the responsibility of giving them a full Jersey education off the mm -hmm. field? I saw you, you brought uh, Tom Edwards to the diner the other day. And, you know, I'm, I think I would say, you know, you're a good guy to do it being from, obviously you're close enough to Morristown. Yeah. You know, Adam, I know there's a little bit of a rivalry there, but <laughs> I think, uh, you know, bringing them to the best bagel shops. I'm not even going to ask you about pizza because we already settled <laughs> this last year and then New York Domino's. <laughs> that you just threw out Domino's and New Jersey instantly lost the battle there. But <laughs> tell us a little bit about how you're giving these guys the Jersey education. Yeah, uh, the locker room is amazing, first of all. Everybody is close with everybody. I don't – there's no problems there. Um, yeah, with Tom the other day, we I took him to his first diner experience, which was hilarious because he didn't even know what a bacon, egg, and cheese was. 
So he was looking at me like, what is this thing called? Um, but yeah, he ordered a bunch of stuff from there. Um, and then I took him to the mall, uh, the Livingston, uh, mall. He's never really experienced anything like that either, but it's funny for me because this stuff is so normal. And then he comes over here and he's like, what's a bagel, you know? And he's like, these things are amazing. So it's, it's just really funny for me and it's cool for them to experience it. John, think about it, you know, overall from a standpoint of, of coming up through the academy, signing your first professional contract. Now you're um, with, with the first team as well. Was it, was it difficult for you to make that move knowing that you, you know, you, I'm sure you could have gotten a full ride to college and you could have gotten your education and continued that, that path. Was it a difficult decision for you to not, not go down that road? Uh, to be honest, no, because school was never really in, in, in my mind and playing in college. I just didn't really want to obviously wakes a great program and everything, which I was supposed to go there. But for me, it, it wasn't so hard, obviously for my mom, I think, all moms worry about their, their sons getting an education. But, um, yeah, for me, it wasn't a problem. And obviously with Red Bull, like the, the pipeline is insane. Like you see all these guys coming through. So for me, that was good, uh, a reassurance and knowing that there was an opportunity. So yeah. And now I'm here and, and I can't really complain. John, what was, uh, I'm calling you John this whole time. I know. Yeah, it's so I, weird. I, I know. This must be weird for you because I'm trying. I'm being very formal, but everyone calls you Jmi. You know, so you know, I'm sorry we didn't make it too comfortable for you. We want to, you know, break <laughs> off a little bit. There we go. We got another hair. Oh my god. Uh, there you go. That was that's a little bit of the bull fight. Just picture that bleach blonde, and then yeah, there you go. It's almost. I think Miley Cyrus had that look too. So you're in good company, but. Um, what was the, what was that moment like for, uh, your family? Cause I know like from speaking from experience, you know, they put in so much hard work over the years, getting you to where you're at and, you know, take us through that a little bit. Yeah. I think for my parents, especially it was, I don't really know how they were feeling to be honest, but I think it was relief, um, when I signed and I think it was relief when I played for the first time just because all the hours they put into driving me and, and dealing with the school and, and my counselor and, and all those troubles and just like the fights of, of wanting to go to, to play professional or going to college. So for them, I, I'm really happy for them because I think they've kind of uh, realized that this is actually happening now. And for my siblings, I, I don't really know how they're feeling, but I think they're happy for me. Um, I don't know if it was much of a problem though for me, for me doing this. John, two more quick ones before we let you go. First would be on a serious note. Um, tell me what your expectations are for, for your season now. I mean, obviously everybody wants to play. You got that out of the way. Everybody wants to start. You got one of those out of the way. Um, tell me, tell me where you see yourself during the course of this season. Yeah, I think the group is is big and I think there's a lot of depth everywhere and I think everybody plays a really important role and I for me it's still just taking it day by day and uh keep performing to the best of my abilities and uh it's up to the coach to see to he he decides who plays and and all I can do is is try and play my best you know and I think hopefully more opportunities will come John, last one before we let you go. I, I like the serious answer that you gave. Clearly, you've been trained with media 
how do I answer? I got to answer these straight across the board, uh, day by day, whatever the coach says. So, okay, we've got that out of the way. So let's finish with a fun one. <laughs> at, at your age, you mentioned, you know, people, people probably tease you about your hair. You're going to the prom, living at home. Which of the veteran players or even the guys in your age group, who gives you the hardest time about things that you've got going on in your life? Oh, I think it. I think it's got to be Ryan Mira. As much as he's there for me, he's always messing around with me. Like I when you, never, I can never catch a break with him. But it's great when you come back, whatever week it is during the break. When you come back for the prom, he's going to have some sort of intel on you that he's going to know what what happened at the prom. A hundred percent. And you better believe every outfit I wear to training, he's got something to say. <laughs> that's that's how Ryan shows his love. It's all in good love, though, I hope. You should you should feel very honored because that's how Ryan definitely shows his love for young guys and everyone around him. So credit to you, my friends. John, this was uh, this was a ton of fun to have you on. Really appreciate you spending some time with us. Look forward to doing it again uh, during the course of this season and, and see you just keep growing in. Uh, to being a professional soccer player. you got a fantastic outlook on things with a smile on your face, and that's what we always like to do. Enjoy the break. Good luck with whatever you got going on with Red Bull 2. I can't wait to see the outfit that you throw out there. What what did we say? The outfit's going to be fire? Is that is that what we're going with? It's going to be fire, yeah. Fire, okay. <laughs> I'm going to – I mean, I can walk home and talk to my kids and sound like I'm, I kind of know what I'm saying. <laughs> I think they'll understand I'll credit, if you use that. <laughs> and I'll credit and I'll credit you, uh, Connor. Great job throwing this one together, man. This was this was one of the funnest ones we've had without question. Our thanks to John Gasparoni, my partner Connor Laid, our guest today, John Tolkien. Again, we'll be back with you next week. Uh, next Red Bull game coming up on June 18th. Enjoy this international break. Connor and I bring you Red Bulls weekly each and every week. I'm Matt Harmon. Thanks as always for listening.